Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Welcome, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. Uh, I'm joined tonight with my good friend and co-host, Les Hubert. And tonight, uh, we're here in the wake up, uh, addressing some of the issues that are going to help you develop yourself and inner consciousness, give you some awareness and direction of the spiritual worlds. And tonight, we're going to talk about angels. They kicked me out of heaven. We'll be right back. Who's God? What's my purpose? What do my dreams mean? What are miracles? What are spiritual abilities? Was I in a past life? Who's my soulmate? What is meditation? Are your thoughts racing around on what life is or how to live it? Slow down. Find answers in Dr. Douglas James Cottrell's book, Secrets of Life. Now available at douglasjamescottrellstore.com or Amazon. Welcome back, everyone. This is Douglas James Cardwell speaking. I'm joined tonight with my co-host, Les Hubert. Okay, what's on the agenda tonight? What are we going to talk about, Les? Well, Doug, some time ago, you, you recounted a story of this gentleman who uh, had an, he, I believe it was a dream he had, uh, and he was told, uh, he told you that he was ordered to go back by the angels. He didn't want to come back, but the angels made him. And I, I was wondering if he could uh, pontificate a little bit about that for us. Well, that's not quite exactly what happened. He didn't have a dream. He remembered an experience that he had in heaven. And this happened back in the 70s uh, when I was uh, still investigating the spiritual realms and still attempting to discover my abilities and who I am. And like everyone else who's listening tonight, I was always ear to the ground when I would hear stories that would be of some saintly person or some advanced person or some ascended master that would have some guidance or direction. So my mind was open and uh, I was eager to understand more about the spiritual world, the same as what we're doing here tonight on Wake Up. This particular um, event opened my eyes up. We've all heard that we have free will and free choice, right? You've heard that, Les. I have, yep. So... The question comes up usually with free will and free choice about destiny or fate. How can we have free will and free choice if we have fate or destiny? You know, we're, we're born into this life with a, with a destiny or fate. We can't change that. So how can we have free will and free choice? You've heard that? Mm -hmm. I have. So contemplating that, question, Alan Spraggett, the famous uh, 
uh, World of the Unexplained TV host and author of many uh, books, um, very metaphysical books. Um, I had the occasion to listen to him one day and he answered that question. I think it was at, the, at a hotel where he was doing a conference. And he answered it by saying, when you come into this world, it's like the intention of writing a letter. You know you're going to write a letter about something. That's your intention. So that's your fate. That's the destiny. You're going to write a letter about something. And that something has a specific purpose. It's not going to be iffy. It's not going to be, you know, half um, this or half that. It's not going to be a theme. It's going to be specific. So liking that to writing a letter, when you come into the world, you have a specific purpose, a destiny. That particular purpose is set that you are going to engage in that purpose. You are not going to miss out on it. You're not going to make a mistake. You're not going to change your mind. You're here. The free will and free choice part comes into that where the sentences, the words you choose, the grammar, the punctuation, that's all part of making the letter putting your intention down onto the letter. So you're choosing as you go along these different aspects of writing the letter. And that's how life is. You have the free will and free choice to choose the punctuation in your life, the events in your life. But your intention, your destiny is not going to change. For instance, if it's your intention that you're going to have a life working in an airport around airplanes, then you have the free will or free choice to decide whether you're going to be the repairman or the airplane mechanic, the pilot, the co-pilot. Perhaps you're going to be the fellow with the luggage uh, um, tractor and uh, and perhaps you're going to be the fellow who fuels up the airplane. You're going to be somebody that polishes it. You're going to be working inside, perhaps on the counter. Perhaps you're going to be the air traffic controller. The idea is that you're working on an airport, but you get to choose where you want to go. So understanding that sounds possible, probable, makes sense to me that we come into the world, we choose where we're going to go. We have free will and free choice as a, as a soul to decide what body we're going to take, what country we're going to live in, what parents we're going to uh, come into and into the family and they're going to take care of us, what our birth order is. Okay, I was, I was busy working on that back then. And that makes sense to me. And then, like all things, just when you think you have it figured out, the universe throws you a curve. I met this man, I'll call him Bill. That's not his real name. And Bill was a, uh, a professional tradesman. And he had a family. Lovely wife, a nice family, a successful career, good business. But he was never happy. And as we got to know him, or 
know of him through consultations. He said to me, this is going to sound really strange, but I remember this very vividly. I don't want to be here. And I've heard that one myself before. You know, people say, this is a terrible world. I'm never coming back. And, you know, this is my last life here. I'm not coming back. So hearing that many times, my re normal response is, well, yes, you are. Because you'll keep coming back until you love this place so much so that you don't want to leave it. And then and only then you can move on to the next dimension or wherever it is the soul goes to after that. But if you're my listeners and friends, if you're out there saying, nope, this is my last life. I don't like it here. I'm never coming back. Well, you're on the fast track. You'll be back real fast. That said, and that held as my personal belief, Bill said to me, I don't like it here. I don't want to be here. I never wanted to come here. That perked my ears up. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I remember I was up there in heaven and these four angels came up to me and they said, you've been up here way too long. It's time for you to go back. Now my ears perked up with that. Four angels come to him in the heavens above and they say, you've been up here too long. You have to go back down there to the earth. Where's my free will and free choice was my first thought. And I listened intently as he said, I remember it. They grabbed me. Now I'm thinking, is it a physical form? One arm, two arms, four, you know, like four angels. He didn't elaborate that, but I got the, the, the impression it was like we're humanoid shape. And so they grabbed me and they took me down and they held me in a baby's body until I was sealed up. Perked up my ears again. Sealed in the body. Yep, I couldn't get out. <laughs> so here I am. And I'm thinking, wow, doesn't that just blow your mind? Thinking all along that we have free will and free choice, we can come into the world and Yes, we have a master blueprint plan that uh, we're going to fulfill. We have karma and lessons to, to understand or challenges, some people might say. But here's a man who said, I was in heaven, minding my own business, so to speak. And these four bullies came along, grabbed me and kidnapped me, took me down to the world and shoved me in a little baby's body and held me there until I couldn't get out because they sealed me in. When you hear that, my friends, think about all those things that I've just said, because it really is astounding, all the different aspects of what I just said to a soul being sealed in a body. And other teachings you will have that the seal's been lifted and things like that. You'll hear it maybe in another podcast. But think about those things. So the man, Bill, is now in the body. He's born. And he doesn't want to be here at all. Even though he has a successful business, a wonderful, loving wife, and things are going very well for him. 
but even when I was talking to him, it was like talking to a bit of a of a disassociated person. It didn't want to be nothing excited him in the world. On another occasion, on another experience, two very large ladies came. They were twin sisters. I'm about six feet tall. I weigh about 240 pounds. They were bigger than me. And they weren't chubby ladies. They were just solid. And they were very happy. And they came to me and they said, we want to tell you a story. And the one doing the talking said, my sister doesn't remember this, but I, this is what happened to me. When we were little, we were in the family where our father was abusing us. And it was really bad. It was bad so much that I cried out one night, why did I come into this life? And as she said those words, an angel appeared, or at least a shimming person, and looked like a fairy godmother, she said. And she said, come with me and I'll show you why. And they went out of the room through some space and time, and there in front of her was a big, long oval table where all the people she knew in the family were sitting around this table. And she was there along with her sister. And they were watching what was going on. And they could hear the talk between the different entities or angels or souls. And the father said, I'd like to go down to the earth and experience what it's like to uh, suffer punishment for abusing a, uh, somebody. I'm not exactly, those not exactly the same words. Don't, don't get me wrong here that that's a quote. And so the angel let her see that she volunteered and she said, okay, I'll go and I'll let you go through the, the process of learning what it's like to abuse somebody and then to be found out, to go through the guilt and to experience that experience, I would say karma. And her sister also volunteered. So with that, the angelic lady looks at her and says, do you remember? And the little girl said, yes, I remember. And with that, just like that, she's back in her body, in her bed, and she wakes up and she told her sister the story. It made the world of difference in the oncoming months and years that the father was abusing them and continued to do so until he was caught, prosecuted, and imprisoned. Just like it was said in the higher dimensions above. And so with that, I had two experiences that there's a lot going on up there. There is a hierarchy of angels that says, you know, you've been up here too long, it's time to go back. In other words, you are stagnating you have to go through these experiences. And I'm assuming to come to love the place so that you don't want to leave the place. And then there's a celestial table. There's a like a boardroom where we have a classroom where people are sitting around when somebody says, as a group, this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to experience this. Well, perhaps we could expand that to other experiences that we have in life that are horrific or difficult. And it brings into the consciousness that we have free will and free choice. At the spiritual level, we decide to be the victim or 
the person committing the crime? What about the person who's arresting the bad guy? What about the therapists who are participating? What about the family who are there supporting the person? What about the person themselves? And so we have this ever-expanding consciousness going out to people saying, well, I want to be the brother. I want to be the sister. I want to be the school teacher. I want to be the nurse. I want to be the policeman. And they have these roles that they play to help that one soul that wants to know what it's like to abuse somebody and then to be severely punished. I am not giving any um, permission or I'm not saying this is how it is or excusing anybody that does terrible things. It's just this was an experience that came across my search for God and understanding the spiritual realms above. All right, well, hold that thought, Doug, and we'll be right back after this important message. Oh. Oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275. $100 off. Great idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. And we're back with Dr. Douglas. You know, recounting your story, what you've just said, Doug, it's amazing how you said in many occasions how there is really, there are really no injustices in the world. I mean, this explains some of things, of, of some of the mysterious things of go, what's going on. We've all known people who have suffered abuse at the hands of others, and of course, it's not excusing that abuse. But it does explain some things, doesn't it? Well, you can expand on that. That was just a real experience that I was told by these two very large people. And they were, for all intents and purposes, not bitter. They were well-rounded. They were, you know, it, their spiritual, I guess, advancement allowed them to say, I will be um, your vehicle that will help you go through this experience. And so in that particular instance, there was a, a choosing of things. And of course, as we expand that to other areas, people have a map, they have a, a life plan, it's called the book of life. And we go through this world experiencing everything. There is a, a book, that, there is a part of the Bible where Jesus is being, uh, he is captured, he's being tortured and whipped. And he says, um, uh, like very curious phrase from, from a perspective that you don't know what he meant by it, but it said, if God has, if, if my father in heaven has meant for me to, to drink from this cup, then I will drink deeply. 
And what he meant to say was, if my father has ordained that I'm going to be tortured, then I will feel this experience deeply. I will not like it, of course, but I will understand it. How many times are we in difficulty or pain and we're mad at somebody, we're trying to run away, our mind is, is scheming and, and we're feeling anger and, and hate or guilt or whatever. All these things are clouding our mind instead of saying, what's going on around here? What is really happening? What is the meaning of this experience? How am I benefiting from this experience? How is my soul benefiting from this experience? And that's the difference. Uh, from this cup, I will drink deeply. From this experience, I will understand it as fully as I possibly can. A spiritual person always does that. It's a self-introspection of what's going on. Why is this going on? What's the real truth behind this moment? In politics today, we see two sides. We see people taking advantage of other people, and we see people who are attempting to do the right and just thing to protect those that are being taken advantage of. This goes all the way back to the uh, time of, of Ra back in Atlantis when there were the sons of, uh, of Light and they're the sons of Bigal or Belize, depending on the interpretation. And there were these two sides. One was uh, the ones of Bigal or Belize were selfish and aggrandizement and uh, at the expense of everybody else, they wanted the ultimate best. They wanted complete power. They wanted to be in hedonism or or pleasure. And the other side was saying, no, we've, we've got to take care of the poor people and and everybody in this community has to prosper, not just the few privileged over there. And you look back in society and you'll see this constantly. There's two factions, two sides. And so as we understand the consciousness, the understanding that we can choose to be helpful or we can choose to be selfish and greedy, then we begin to see that by our own hand, we're the ones that are going to suffer or we're the ones that are going to be enlightened and prosper. You move towards love, unconditional love, and you advance. You don't have pain. You don't have loneliness. You don't suffer. You understand the workings of the world, but you don't suffer. On the other side, people who are greedy are constantly suffering. They want more. People who have huge egos and they want to be the most supreme being are constantly worrying about assassination or somebody taking over or somebody being better than them. Now, that's simple words, but it should not be taken. That's exactly the way it is. It's just said as informational purposes. There is pain on the side where people are causing pain. The people who are helping, there is a pleasurable satisfaction and an advancement to the higher realms above. And so as we go through this consciousness of understanding uh, that we have in front of us, you know, life and death, light and darkness, we get to choose. I'd rather choose light and life myself. Well, thank you, Doug. You know, it sheds a whole new light on on, on this subject, uh, something that we really need to pontificate about and, and think deeply about. 
Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, tuning in for another great podcast. Uh, if you would like to give us a four or five star rating, that would be great. And don't miss out and subscribe today. And please let all your friends know about The Wake Up. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.